Okay, we are going live once again. <clears throat> and of course I say that because we have new viewers all the time, usually. So, uh, today is the 20th, February 20th. And of course we're coming from uh, Oshawa, Ontario, Durham Region, Ontario, Canada, North America. And uh, got that going, live streams going, camcorders going. Okay, good. So, before we get into this teaching today, I just want to add, I just want to add a couple of things to what I said yesterday that I, I mean, that, that I should have said yesterday. First of all, uh, regarding speaking the word, regarding in prayer and all that, is that the Lord had given me a word. I remember I was on the swing and uh, outside and I was speaking the word, not too loud, but and my throat was really bothering me because of that. And that's when the Lord gave me, um, never get tired of speaking my word. You're doing it for yourself and not for me. Yeah, so speak the word. And then what? Uh, last night I was just in prayer. I was just, I got thinking about Matthew 8, 8 uh, regarding the centurion and what he said to Jesus. What he said to Jesus said, speak the word only. All right. So I just wanted to mention that before... Uh, we move on to this teaching today, which is uh, live stream number 74, February 20th. Today's Tuesday. And basically, this is called the authenticity of the Holy Bible. The authenticity of the Holy Bible. What are the proofs of the authenticity of the Holy Bible? In other words, is the Holy Bible reliable and trustworthy? Mm. So, anyhow, this is going to be a little bit different from most of what I have. I don't even know what's out there really on, on video regarding this topic. But um, I wrote here the greatest proof that this book, now this is the Amplified. This is the Amplified. I use different translations. I use mostly the Greek but I have the Amplified with me. I've been using it for years as my main translation, including the New King James because of the majority text. Anyhow, the greatest proof that this book we call the Holy Bible is the Word of God will come from the inner witness. We got to get that. All right, we'll touch on that a little bit. The inner witness of the indwelling spirit and not some academic book, even though we can learn from some of these types of books. My library is full of this stuff. All right, and I look forward to getting into it a little bit down the road, even though I've had those books for years. <laughs> but anyhow, you can learn lots from academic, good academic books. But, like I said, the inner witness, the indwelling spirit, <coughs> he needs to become our primary source to uh, regarding the reliability, trustworthiness, the authenticity of the Holy Bible, because he penned, well, he didn't pen it, he inspired it, and we're going to look at that. I wrote here, the church has been trying to prove to the world that the Holy Bible is the Word of God, yeah, and the world has been trying to prove to the church that the Holy Bible is the Word of man, or corrupted, yeah, right. So, we're just going back and forth, right, debating, right? Kind of waste of time. We need to realize that those who try to prove that the Bible is not reliable, it, that the Bible is corrupted, it's not trustworthy, we need to realize that they're not even born again. All right? We need to realize that. They're not even born again, these people. All right? 
Meaning they don't have the Holy Spirit, but another spirit, which is basically the spirit of Antichrist. Uh, a spirit that is against Christ. Because the whole Bible is basically about Jesus. Basically. Alright? And uh, so they're operating in a different spirit. So obviously you're going to get different results from the Holy Spirit. Because he's holy. He's set apart from every other spirit out there. Alright? We need to realize that. When you read a book... Even a, 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 a quote-unquote Christian book, you need to know, you know, that, that author, you don't need to know him personally, but you need to know, was he inspired by the Holy Spirit or not? Alright? That's very important. I wrote here, if you want to prove to the world that the Holy Bible is authentic, reliable, and trustworthy, the Word of God must become authentic, reliable, and trustworthy to you, yourself, first and Foremost, and this will never happen until the Word of God becomes alive inside of you. Alright? So the more God's Word is deposited and planted in your heart, James 1.21, in your soul, the more you will begin to see images from the Word as a seed given to us in seed form. Alright? I teach a lot on this. I hope some of you are getting it. Alright? And that's found in Luke 8.11. Now the meaning of the parable is this. The seed is the Word of God. I remember when the Lord showed me that years ago. My goodness, I think it was back in 2007, 2008. And He spoke to me and He said, if, if farmers did with their seeds with my what, what Christians are doing with my Word, we'd all be starving to death. Because farmers, if they did what we did, most Christians do, they wouldn't be sowing the Word. They wouldn't be sowing their seeds. So they wouldn't get a harvest. Alright? We need to get that. Alright, so if you expect a harvest of the Word of God, you need to sow it. And I'm not talking about sowing uh, money <laughs> to reap money. I'm not talking about that. I don't believe in that rubbish. Alright, no, I'm talking about the Word. Alright, so I wrote here, the world of the first Adam, the world or of the first Adam, will try to give you all kinds of reasons, oh yeah, to not believe the Word, yeah, or to not believe that the Holy Bible is the Word of God. And in the parables... It says that the enemy, the evil one, the devil, comes immediately to steal the word from those who hear it for the first time. Alright? So, there's warfare in all of this. It's not just uh, carnality, flesh. It's warfare. So, the, 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 the reference I was talking to, uh, I was going to refer to regarding the Holy Spirit, being the one who inspired the word, is 2 Timothy 3.16. We all know it, but we've got to get these verses on the inside of us. Every scripture, every scripture, every scripture is God-breathed, given by His inspiration, and profitable for instruction, for reproof, conviction of sin, for correction of, and er of error, and discipline and obedience, for training and righteousness. Alright? So, we got to get these verses on the inside of us. Alright? We've got to meditate them. got to get them in, inside of us. The church, I wrote here, the church is full of academic books. Yeah, my library is full of academic books, and I love academia. I love it, especially the good stuff. Trying to prove that the Bible is what we believe it is to be, and some books are better than others, absolutely. I mean, you know, I've learned the hard way. Uh, shouldn't have bought that book, should have bought, you know. But, but ultimately, we need to rely on the one that was sent to, to convince us that the Holy Bible is from heaven. It's from God and that's one of the first things he did with me. He got that over to me pretty strong and I didn't quite mm, get it. 
you know, I was reading a lot of books, and eventually I got it. When he gave me my word demands your full attention, my word demands your full attention, my word demands your full attention. Yeah, I was working construction. He gave me that while I was working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is still the case or not, but I had heard years ago that the Holy Bible is the most sold book worldwide, but it's least uh, read book. So people are buying the Bible for different reasons. Just maybe to have one in their house. I don't know. Maybe they feel like there's a there's going to be a protection. I don't know. But at least they got one. But they don't read it. They don't read it. All right. Oh, Wycliffe. There he is. Wycliffe. Thank you very much, brother. So, uh, so anyhow, uh, the moment a human being is genuinely born of the Spirit. All right. Genuinely. All right. The Spirit will do all that He can to make the Holy Bible the priority in the life of the new believer. Alright? He was sent, the Holy Spirit was sent for many reasons, absolutely. And we're going to, anyhow, I've done lots of teachings on that and I'll be doing some more. Because I can always teach it from different angles. And one of them is found in John 16, 8, 9. And when He, the Spirit comes, He will convict, convince the world and bring demonstration to the world about sin, about righteousness, and about judgment. About sin because they do not believe in Jesus. Alright? But he wants to do that with the Word of God. Alright? He wants to do that. And people say, what do you mean he wants to? It makes it sound like he can't. Yeah, there's time. He's not, oh, because he's sovereign. No, he's not sovereign. Alright? Look. We just read in the parables, I didn't read it, but it says right there that the devil immediately, in Luke, I believe the parable in Luke 8, it's got the word immediately comes to steal the word. So if, 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 if God is sovereign, why is the devil able to get, well, God allows him. Is he? God allows him? No, God allows what we allow. All right? We haven't taught this. I'm going to be teaching this, all right? I'm going to be teaching this. I'm going to be blasting this. Because I'll tell you, we've been doing it wrong. All right. So I said here, why should we expect the world, the world of the first Adam, the heathens, the atheists, the pagans, all right, the unbelievers, the sinners, why should we expect the world to take the Holy Bible seriously when most Christians don't even take it seriously for themselves? <laughs> all right. I mean, I know lots of people, they hardly know this book. They hardly know this book. All right. They know a couple verses. Or they heard some preacher saying something about a verse. That's all they know. And they've been saved for 20, 30, 40 years. Sad. Sad, 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 sad. And that's what we're out to change. That's what we're out to reform. All right? So I wrote here, what about 1 Corinthians chapter 2, which I don't have time to read, yet you should on your own. Please read 1 Corinthians chapter 2 regarding the Holy Spirit and His work. And his work, man, his operations, how he functions, how he wants to. All right? So I like to make these short. This is 11 minutes, going on 12 minutes. Try to make them short, short and sweet, and sometimes short and, and sour. Anyhow, but anyhow, let's, uh, let's close up for now. And uh, as I always encourage uh, those who are watching and those who are listening, to learn to walk in the walk in the fullness of your sonship by learning to walk in the fullness of uh, the grace of God, as well as walking in the fullness of the faith of God, 
because it is faith and faith alone that gives access or has access to the grace of God. You can't, earn, you can't add nothing to God's grace but your faith. Shalom and Amen.